business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It is 10 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining me. The topic today is close to everybody's heart. Everybody's either thought about it, knows someone who's done it, or is planning on doing it themselves in the near future. And that's moving. Whether you're moving from one house to another, you're moving your business from one location to another, or more pertinent to this discussion, you're relocating from one country to another. As someone who's done it themselves in the last three years, it is a daunting, daunting task. It is something that often is meant to be made easier by using the right contractors, and often it just adds another layer of complexity and headache. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome Ian Petty, who's the MD of Africa for Crown Relocations. Ian, welcome to High FM. Great, Avi. Thank you. I appreciate you you having me on your show. Absolute pleasure. Ian, it's a major story, moving from one country to another. And I was so touched. That's why I was so excited to, to have this interview with you. Because often it's just done in a very one-dimensional way. And the movie's done, clients and companies have been doing it for many, many years. But you've really taken the whole concept and just moved it into the next era. And it's not an era that is futuristic. It's what people are actually used to today. Um, that's what COVID did for most of us. It pulled us forward by 10 years, something that we would have done very lazily otherwise. And it just catapulted us into a, a, a milieu that we had to be in. Tell us um, a little bit about Crown Relocations, when you guys started, and when USMD decided that you really had to get up with technology in order to make your clients that much more efficient in their move. Yes, A.B., a good question. Uh, you know, after nearly uh, six decades of moving experience and having moved millions of families worldwide, We've never stopped listening to and learning from our customers. And with the digital explosion that our industry has experienced, we've had significant transformation happening. And we have harnessed and embraced the power of this technology to revolutionize the way people relocate around the world. So what are the major things that clients were asking you for? What, what sort of tickled you to say, we really need to get moving and change the way we think? Well, I think, uh, Avi, one of the biggest things that one of the biggest digital processes that comes to mind when it, when it comes to technology and what's, what's really helped our clients is the fact that we now do virtual reality in-home surveys. So we don't actually have to, in the, you know, to in, invade anybody's space. And in the past, a client would book a date and a time to see a salesperson who would physically go to their house to go and do a walkthrough and spend time in the customer's house. But now we do a virtual re, uh, reality home survey. It's done immediately and with great accuracy. The beauty of a virtual survey, it's far more cost-effective, and you don't have to travel to and from a client's house. 
You don't have to wait for a person to arrive. You don't, as the client, don't have to drive home to go and meet with 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 with, with, this, with the rep, and you can get your quotation almost immediately. It's absolutely incredible. I want to come back to this point, but Craig's telling us we need to take a quick ad break. Let's take a quick ad break, and we'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on business. In you were talking before about the virtual consultation that you have with clients. So if I'm looking to relocate, I'm trying to play this in my mind's eye, how would you sitting in your office or your rep sitting in their office be able to see everything? Would I just go around with my phone and show them everything that there is to see? Yes, Avi, um, it's, it's, so it's an app that we've got on that we, that we, we, uh, we, we give the customer access to and and your the app immediately would be would would uh, would show into the client's house, and we could we will be talking to the client, saying now going to the lounge, going to the dining room, and the client would ex- be explaining to us exactly what what they're wanting to ship and what they're not wanting to ship. And this is all tele it's all taped, so that we can you know that that that, that we can make sure that we give a hundred percent accurate quotation to the client without having to encroach their privacy and having to them to wait for a you know for a rep or a salesperson to to get to their house and waste their time now that's something i remember was a really stressful interaction was the person coming over to the house and walking through and going through things that was actually quite painstaking and again if there's been a video where the rep can go through it in their own time and rewatch it and verify items, that's absolutely phenomenal. Um, when it came to designing the app, how long ago did you guys do that? Um, and it's, it's something that, that's quite readily, readily available, and I know that the whole moving industry, the re- relocation industry, is, is, is evolving towards this. But Crown t- embraced it, embraced it um, probably a good 24 months ago during, you know, the, at the end of COVID. So this was something that, that was, that, that, that came into being during COVID and that, uh, that, that, that really helped us to take the next quantum leap into, into digitalization. You know, Ian, some questions that are coming through, and unfortunately this is a question that we had when we moved is it's all good and well for things to come and get packed. But the moment the boxes get loaded onto the truck and they leave your residence and and they go to your warehouse, how do you guys monitor that? Because all of a sudden, it's in a bit of no man's land. It's not in your property. It's no longer in the client's property. It's on the road. How do you guys monitor that transition time? Okay, Avi, we, we, we've got a thing called e-packing. It's another digitalization technology that every single item that we pack, we've got barcoded. We've got, we've actually got a, an app that takes videos and photos of what we're packing into boxes. So every box has got a barcode. When it gets loaded out of your home into a container, it gets scanned. So we know it's been loaded. And so it, this, this e-packing also helps us to identify where where a certain item is, where it where it isn't, that it has been loaded into the container, and where it is has been stored. So e-packing has really helped us transform and to protect and look after clients' effects in a far better way. Um, in some question, another one that just rocked up is that 
Um, I just stand for the question. The person's asking about sharing a container. Is that they don't have enough stuff for a container. They might not even have enough stuff for a half a container. And they have to wait for other people in order to join them who are going to the same destination. Um, is this a common um, trend in the industry that you actually have to wait for other people in order to con- get a container together? I seem to remember that that was the way it was done. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. We have, we have, we have it's called a groupage. You're sharing, you're sharing a container. So you would then benefit. Your benefit would be paying less for a shared portion of the container. But, um, yeah, the only holdback is that you would wait. We would have to wait for the container to fill up. So we've got very good, you know, our common destinations, UK, New Zealand, Australia, where we would, we would be able to dispatch your consignment in a groupish consignment very quickly. We do group with other, cons- with other, with other companies to ensure that we get get groupage consignments moving quicker. But yeah, if you wanted, if you wanted fixed times, um, the best way is to, Take your own container or, 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 or pay for the, the, the exclusive use of a 20 foot or 40 foot container. But when you share, you would be, you would, you would need to wait until the container is, has been filled up. But as I say, for UK, for Australia, New Zealand, it's a pretty quicker time, transit time. So you wouldn't have to wait as long. Okay. Fantastic. I know that we did a shared container. And I was quite surprised that when the truck arrived at our home, it was a normal removal truck with all our boxes in it. The container had already been emptied out and obviously split us. And all our boxes had markings on them to say they were ours. And the other people's obviously had some that to, to say that was, that, that was theirs. Um, I assume without being facetious that the relocation business in South Africa is doing quite well at the moment. <laughs> Avi, you, you're absolutely right. We're we're having seeing another peak with lots lots of families wanting to relocate. So you know, you know, if you look at that in numbers, with every about every three containers that leave South Africa, we're getting about one container returning. But taking into consideration, there there are many families that have left that would love to return but cannot afford to return. And there's also those returning that cannot afford to bring their goods back with them. So we see many. We also see many foreign families coming to South Africa, you know, the, on work permits, working for global companies. So yes, we are we are seeing a lot of a lot of people immigrating and deciding to go and try and see if the grass is greener on the other side. So we certainly are seeing a big big number at the moment, Amy. Just before we get into where people are going, and I've got my own thoughts on that. Let's take a quick break. I know we usually take one at twenty past. Craig, I don't know if you want to take a quick break, and if you do, just let us know. This is RV on Business. Ian, let's come back to you. Thank you for waiting while we read the adverts there. We're looking at, I'm looking at the destinations that you sent, and the, the normal suspects are there, UK, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, United States. But there's also interesting places that you've said here, Mauritius, Seychelles, and Portugal. So funny enough, we've had quite a few clients in our, in our practice going to Portugal, but we've also had many, many clients going to Dubai. Have you had a similar experience? 
Yeah, Dubai, Dubai is, is, is a great destination for people that are wanting to go and find a, a job for a few years. Unfortunately, Dubai, Dubai makes it very difficult for people to immigrate or to get citizenship there. So I think there's, uh, Dubai is, is a very, very big destination for, for a lot of South Africans wanting to go and, and work abroad. And the nice, the tax laws in Dubai are fantastic. So you, know, you pay very little tax. And uh, so Dubai, yes, certainly is a very big destination for us. Um, Ian, the questions that are coming through, people want to know now. Um, so Susan says here, my container is leaving in the next few weeks. I cannot get an exact date as to when it will arrive. I've been given an approximate date between two dates that are three weeks apart. What allows for the variation of three weeks with shipping of container? I think that's a good question. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, most shipping lines uh, do offer um, a, a online tracking system. So whoever the people are moving with, if their shipping, if, they, if their relocation company has not given them any shipping details, they need to insist on getting those details. And once you've got your shipping details, you can go onto those shipping lines. And with through digitalization, you should be able to track what date your ship leaves and what date it will arrive at destination. Wow. So, okay. But are there certain things that are not um, in our control? For example, weather conditions. Um, there might be a strike at the port. There might be things like that. Do those really come into play? Yes, Amy, we've had a lot of issues, I think, with the, 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 the storms that happened down in KwaZulu-Natal recently. A lot of ships couldn't go into port, and uh, and uh, we missed sailings. But that's where the relocation company would really need to to stay close to the customers and let them know that their ship was uh, short-shipped and was not loaded onto the ship because it didn't go into the, the vessel didn't actually dock. But um, we know that there have been problems where shipping lines have have let us down horribly. But there, the moving company, a relocation company, really needs to keep close to the customers, and customers need to know when their ship has been loaded or their consignments loaded onto the ship so that they can go ahead and track. The relocation company should track anyway and keep customers updated, but customers can themselves also track their own shipments. Um, a question that's coming here from a guy called Kobe. He wants to know, it is, we are estimated to fill a container and a half. Is it possible that our two containers come at different times? Um, Avi, if, if you got two containers, usually the containers can be loaded, if it's booked correctly, on a shipment, on a, on a shipment in one go. Um, but um, if you, if you wanted to ship a container to ship later, we can book it later on an, on, a, on a separate shipment on a separate on a, on a different boat. But usually they can go together. Yes. Yeah. So the, the I think what the question is referring to is what we discussed earlier about a shared container. So he's taking the person for himself and sharing the seconds. Is there a way of um, almost guaranteeing that the two sail at the same time? No, unfortunately not, Avi. The, the the full container would go on its own. So, you know, what I would suggest is they to make sure that they just separate the goods that they would want to that the overflow 
and that would then arrive at a later date. But if it's going to the, one of the common destinations, uh, the wait shouldn't be too long. Okay, fantastic. Um, a little cheeky question here from somebody who's obviously uh, wanting to know, what are the some more unusual destinations that you've shipped people to? Well, Amy, you know, I know years ago we, we shipped people that left, left the country, wanted to go to a, a safe destination, and they chose the Falkland Islands just before the war broke out. And that was a very, a very, uh, <laughs> unfortunate situation that they got there and they, they immediately turned around and said, we thought we were going to be safe and we moved back. But, um, you know, the Isle of Sark was also one we did years ago where there were no cars allowed on the island. So we had to, deliver on 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 donkey with donkey carts to their home oh wow that must have been quite exciting viewers okay um one thing that i um, experienced when, when we immigrated was um a bit of a challenge with our actual boxes when the boxes were sealed we felt that maybe one or two of them had been opened afterwards and stuff being tampered with. You mentioned earlier that the way you do it is everything's videoed. And I think that's absolutely incredible. So that you can, once that box is sealed, you know exactly what was in it. You know how it looked before the lid was put on. And therefore, you, if, if it was tampered with, you can see it. Um, do you think that's really um, acted as a major deterrent, detergent, deterrent? Sorry, to any of your staff who may want to do what they shouldn't or anybody else therefore? Yes. It certainly is a major deterrent when you have this e-packing that I spoke about because we've, we've got physical visit, video footage of what's gone into the boxes. But, you know, when it comes to tampering, I know that at times customs are them, themselves are, are an, a, a law to, unto their own that they would open a box just to check consignments. So, um, and, and usually we don't have full fridge when it comes to customs side of things, but um, at least with this e-packing, we do uh, our, uh, the contents can be verified because of this, the video that's, that's taken place. But I know a lot of, a lot of relocations companies haven't got this, this digitalization yet as far as packing is concerned, but it will be a deterrent for the packers certainly. Ian, if I had said to you, look into your crystal ball and look forward in another five or six years, how do you see your industry changing? How do you see it becoming more efficient for the client and a lot more streamlined for yourselves? Maybe, you know, and, and for the moving industry, and I find it's, you know, for us it's probably a, a sad thing, but I think the new, the new generation don't seem to be as sentimental about the effects as, as the, as the older generation. So we're finding people taking less and less household goods with them when they, when they relocate. So we're going to find, we're going to find that in the future in my crystal ball, I will see less goods being moved and people maybe just packing up their suitcases and, 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 and moving. Um, a lot of people that, if they have got sentimental stuff, they may put it into store or leave it in store for a year or two or three. But um, I, I can see people taking less stuff with them as the, as, 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 as the years progress. Yeah, that's so true because one of the things we did right was we took absolutely no furniture with us. And it was the right thing to have done because we bought local, we bought it what, fits, what fitted the, uh, the rooms. 
I mean, our dining room table, we would have to have either sold or, you know, used for firewood because there was no ways it could fit into our current, our current place. <laughs> and you would have been heartbroken when yeah. that happened. But yes. that, that's, that's, that, that's definitely the point. I will say we took kitchen um, effects, we took sports stuff and we took books. Those were the three major items um, that we had. Books we still haven't unpacked fully simply because we just don't have the place uh, for all that going forward. Um, uh, Tandiso's got a very interesting question. He wants to know how has um, international piracy affected the risk of people shipping goods around the world? Well, I think if, if we shift up the east coast of Africa, you know, that, that, that's probably where major piracy takes place. You know, the, the eastern, the eastern countries up north of Kenya, uh, Somalia, Somali pirates, but I don't think it's, it's, it hasn't been a big other issue. Um, so, you know, I don't think it's a, it's, it's, it's an interesting question, but not a, not a, not a big problem for our industry at the moment. In with technology, with ships becoming more efficient, using more efficient um, propulsion methods, etc., etc., has the cost of shipping actually come down or has it gone up? I have no idea. How's the cost looked over the last couple of years? I think during COVID, uh, prices went up. Shipping lines went into major, major distress. And uh, we're losing lots of money, and I know the prices went up, but shipping prices are coming down now, which is which is quite good. So I think that with the size of ships, it's they 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 seeming now to be able to drop. Now that shipping levels are going back to pre-COVID times, and um, the the shipping prices are coming down on on shipping out containers. So that's a, that, that's a positive sign. And in just a, a personal anecdote, a number of years ago when I was a financial director of a company and we used to import stuff, we had one or two horror stories where we opened containers and literally Musenberg Beach came pouring out. Um, it smelled funny from the outside. And as we, you know, with a, with a, a chain bar bolt cutter, we cut that little uh, thing and we opened it. Just seawater came pouring out of the containers. Um, that was again 20 years ago. I'm talking about these days. Have things improved that the the safety of one's goods is a little bit more protected? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, we we definitely have to all the whenever we get a container delivered to us, we would check it for seaworthiness. So you know, somebody okay. would need to get in and close, and you'd need to see that all the seals are fully intact. But I know that has happened. That, that that some some containers still are on seaworthy, but uh, shipping lines do dispose of containers that, and they check it before they send it out to customers as well. Fantastic. Um, and again, has there any has there ever been a request for you to ship a home to a certain country, and you've turned around and said we're not taking that risk? It's not a destination we would like to deal with. Um. Avi, nothing I can really think of at the moment. I just know that, you know, the, the, the items that, 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 that we really do struggle with and a lot of customers do when they move to Australia. Australia is very, 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 um, very pedantic about anything that, that has sand or, or ground on it and everything's got to be steam cleaned. So I know that, that that's something that's a no-no that we won't send anything that, that has not been, that, that, that has got any, that has got any 
soil or anything that could um, take vermin or, or, or insects into Australia. They're very, very pedantic about that. They'll destroy your consignment. You know, I find that's interesting because when we when we moved to Israel, um, one of the things we were told about is that if we are shipping a barbecue, like a gas fry, we need to itemize it and there'll be a particular duty that's paid on the bry. And it would be far more efficient to pay it off on that side. And I'm just thinking, you guys almost need to be international law um, brokers, constantly just having your fingers on the pulse as to what the regulations are in different countries. As and when they change, I was the client to turn around and say to you, you know, I had to pay X amount of dollars to get my stuff released. How often does that sort of happen where the regulations change? Yeah, uh, regulations do change quite frequently, but we're we're totally abreast of all the times. I think with our global our global footprint, and also the, our industry has got got many um got got, got 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 many associations that the moment any laws and regulations change, we know that, and we immediately have to push that into the marketplace for our clients. Um, there's another question that's come through. I'll just paraphrase it. They basically want to know, do you have associations with shipping companies in all the countries that you ship to, or do you have crown relocations in every single country that will clear the container and deliver it to the client, or do you work through associated sister companies on that side? Okay, in, 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 you know, we've, in all the common destinations I've spoken about, we have a, we have a crown, physical crown office in those, in those countries. But there are certain places where we haven't got that we then would have a, a, a service provider, an approved service provider that would then handle the destination services for our, for our customers. But we would then manage the process and be very closely linked with that service provider in the country if we did not have a crown office there. Okay. Natalie just sent a message saying that we are thinking of, of immigrating in the next while. What is the correct lead time that I would need to have in order to speak to Ian, get things organized, and be able to ship without panic? Maybe I, I would say a person probably, you know, a, a move is, is quite a personal thing. And at least, I'd say at least one or two months before you move, you would need to make contact with us. Okay. Um, am I understanding you correctly? So if, if, if a person touched you with you two months before, but they've got a set date that they're leaving, you could almost tell them what date the container would arrive. Absolutely. We'd be able to tell them, you know, what, you know, when we could, when we could pack and load them, which ship we could, we could, we could book their consignment on when approximately it would arrive at the other destination. And then obviously when it gets to destination, there would be custom clearance and then we would deliver once it's custom cleared into that country. Ian, we are running out of time. So do me a favor, please tell me, how can people get hold of you? What's the easiest way to get hold of you? And what should people have ready when they give you a call? Um, maybe the best way to get hold of to get hold of of, of anybody at Crown is um, through our, our, our website. You can go Crown. It's CrownReload.com. 
or you welcome myself, which is my initial and surname, I Petty, at crownww.com, and it's I P E T E Y at crownww.com, and I would immediately get onto 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 getting a quotation for them to to relocate. That's fantastic. Well, Ian, really everything of the best for you. Thank you for clearing up so many questions. Um, I think you've answered all the questions that have come through. And, um, you know, hopefully the, you will find something else to replace the volume as people take less out of the country in ensure, to ensure that you are able to continue giving clients the great service that you have for, for decades so far. Fantastic. Amy, thank you for the, 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 thank you very much for allowing me to be on your show. And thanks to Chai FM. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great. Good. Good. That was Ian Petty, MD of Crown Relocations. Please go to the website. Have a look. Really, um, as someone who has moved, I am blown away by the technology, the efficiency, the ease of use that they work with. Just, it's a whole different ball game. Please go have a look at it. Craig, thanks for pushing the buttons. Everybody, thanks for listening. We will speak to you next week.